All right, welcome back to All American Wine and Whiskey, Season Four, Episode Three. Our wine episode on Keenan Winery. Uh, welcome you all. This is the Beer Knowledge, and we welcome you to All American Wine and Whiskey, where we'll be talking about our lovely Cab Sauv from the Spring Mountain Estate of Keenan. With me, Philly Phil. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Good, Philly Phil. Good Christmas. Ah. Uh, been fantastic. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. You went with him first. What's up with that? Oh yeah, that's because with it with the uh, as usual as we man. What's going on, everyone? We man, you got a special guest with you. I do. We have uh, we man's dad, right? Papa we. Papa we. Papa we. How's it going? It's going wonderful. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Papa we. We're uh, recording live in your recording studio. We didn't know that you recorded podcasts. You're a big deal, right? Uh, I am top of the list. How many podcasts have you done before? Zero. Do you know what a podcast <laughs> is, Papa Wee? I do not. Okay. So just to let you know, we have a thing called podcast, which you're on right now. We stream to, I don't know, what is it? 14 different countries that listen to us. Multi-people all around the U.S. And we talk about wine and whiskey. Do you know anything about wine? I drink it. There we go. All <laughs> right. So I think we might have an expert here with Papa Wee. So glad to have you on. Um, as I'd mentioned, we are doing uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa Valley. Um, it's Keenan, um, and it is a uh, Napa cab from Spring Mountain District, just outside of um, our St. Helena. And um, it's actually St. Helena slash Spring Mountain Road. So when you head up, um, if you're heading, give everybody a good idea where this is uh, location-wise. If you're heading... North, um, coming out of Napa, going past Yountville, get to uh, past Oakville, St. Helena, and then just right past St. Helena, you've got a road on the left-hand side that's uh, the Spring Mountain Road. Um, many of you may have been up it before. Uh, Spring Mountain Road, which again turns into St. Helena Road, is uh, pretty famous um, uh, with pride is kind of the the very kind of top of the top uh, right there at the Maya Camus. Um, and then, like we said, it's on that Spring Mountain side. Uh, Spring Mountain is an AVA um, that uh, was established and uh, really good ju juice and fruit and some pretty cool things that come out of it. Uh, I think Philip Togney's one that's right there around it. Um, I, I think it's famous. The first time I ever went, um, I went to Pride and I saw Keenan and drove by it. Um, halfway across, my wife was already throwing up going up that road. It's a, it's a switchbacker for sure. And you don't want to be drinking going up that road. It is brutal. Was this the convertible time? Uh, yeah, this we did rent a convertible. But at this point, we had a car service driving us. Um, so we were not driving. Um, but it, it is a interesting road. And we'll probably talk about this because uh, it is an old winery as far as the estate itself. Um, it's amazing that people actually got up there and actually cut roads to make this happen. It is a brutal road that's paved right now. Uh, I just, I couldn't imagine. 1,700 feet. Yes. So 1,700 feet up. This has got some depth to it going up, like I said, in the Maya Camus uh, mountain region and on Spring Mountain. So uh, focus today is obviously to have some of this, talk about the winery, um, see what Papa Wee knows about wine or if he likes this or not. So Papa Wee, feel free to jump in anytime you want. Um, I don't know if you know, but you can't use government names, which means you can't call anybody by their real name. So just again, beard and knowledge, Philly Phil, Wee Man, and of course your Papa Wee. So 
We'll, uh, we'll, we got you set up on the ground rules there. Should we tell him what happens if he uses the name? Yeah, you drink Fireball. <laughs> so i don't know if you like fireball we've had some people before uh we had cincy that came on one time and she intentionally kept doing it yes. so she could get fireball we had to cut that off we had to stop that um so we haven't really done that as much anymore because some of our guests like fireball for some <laughs> weird reason um but anyway keenan winery kind of going back to it um kind of uh napa standards pretty uh pretty well developed uh as far as age um and you know that kind of the i would say the initial gold rush of you know cab sov um 60s and Chardonnays. yeah so right around 70s right yep. so i think first planning i think 73 74 first to bottle 77 maybe i don't know you guys can correct me on this if i'm wrong but somewhere right around there uh with robert keenan um decided to purchase this land which was older land um that it was an old winery and, and we we've come to learn on a lot of these episodes that a lot of this was settled by german settlers um it was all wineries um you know in the early or i'm sorry not early but late 1800s um and then obviously prohibition killed them all um and only a few survived so you see kind of that initial you know rootstock in some of them and um some of them where the, you know the vines survived but they weren't producing fruit anymore because they weren't taken care of but it did set the groundwork the land the culture of what was to come and that re-emergence in the 70s and you were there right Do you, you've, you've been there i've not been to keenan i've seen it okay. um so i know where it is um i so i'll kind of tell you my history with this bottle um you know i you know i've had a buddy from a wine store he did uh, bottles never remembered with us and um this was one of the ones i gravitated to um when i first started drinking red wine well not when i first started we man i first started drinking red wine we turned 22 and bought a wine fridge we've had those discussions but when i really started getting into cab Sauv, um you know the, kind of the first I, I was drinking 06s 07s um then got really into it um and i had a lot of the nines tens elevens from keenan um it was one i kind of gravitated to it was kind of this nice prestigious Kind of a little bit higher end, um, but still small. And uh, they have a good footprint, obviously, where we record from in this Charlotte area. Um, you know, I, I think they have a good rep system where they kind of produce out. Um, even though it's not a big distill or distillery, big winery, um, you know, I think there's a big following. So anyway, um, looking forward to this one. It's been a while since I've had a bottle of the Keenan. Just to kind of let everybody know, um, this 2017 we're, that we're drinking, this Capsob, is the reserve. They do have two different ones. Um, the difference with the reserve, um, this is all a state wine. And this specific 2017 consists of 80% of their Capsob clone 7 and 10% of their Capsob clone 15, um, both on their big K vineyard. And it does have um, a little bit of the, um, you know, kind of get this Bordeaux style. It does have, uh, 10% of the cab front from like their upper bowl vineyard, just to give it a little bit more, I think, um, that smoothness to it. Um, only 400 cases were produced. So I was kind of telling you again, this is small, small ish, small to medium size, um, winery and vineyard. Um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about, um, solar powered and, and sustainably farmed. So it is green, um, as far as with the state of California. So anyway, that being said, uh, we men, you have brought your 
father with us, right? I have. So before we start talking about this, um, should we tell a story? Oh, oh you want to tell a story? Sure, go t- tell a story. You want to tell a story? I don't have to tell a story. You tell the, a story. The port story. You want to? T- you want to tell that story? Oh, we could tell the port. <laughs> it wasn't port. It was Madeira. Madeira. So yeah, so we have him on here. Um, <laughs> so Papa Wee, have you ever had Madeira before? Uh, I believe I have. I believe you have too. Uh, <laughs> so Papa Wee got his has had some experience with wine over the last couple of years with us. He's and had a few of your bottles. He's now. had a few of our bottles and we've had some good time. Um, there was a, a one time we sat down at the dinner table and it was for some holiday or some party or something we had. And um, we were, I was pouring and we man had mentioned, Hey, why don't you go get uh, some of that Madeira um, out of the closet? And um, as we mentioned Madeira on this episode, it's fine because our founding fathers used to drink Madeira, so we can talk about it on here. Yes. Um, but do you remember the year? 1947. Yeah, 1947. Why does that resonate, Papa Wee? That is my birth year. Okay, so it was your birth year. So we were pouring this 1947 in these little, nice little kind of flute glasses. And, and Papa Wee, help the audience. You know, we've got this 1947 Madeira in this glass. What do you do with it? Um, do you savor it? No, no. (laughs) I, uh, assumed it was a shot glass. (laughs) (laughs) And what? I chugged it. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I saw whatever your name is. Beard. Beard man. (laughs) (laughs) Go in shock. (laughs) <laughs> your, I, the, your face was pretty funny i i'm sure i was like what you were like that just happened? happened yeah <laughs> um yeah i think i remember turning over to we man i looked at him my face i didn't know what to say at first and i looked at him and we <laughs> both died laughing uh because you just took a shot of 1947 madeira I, did you taste anything do you remember did you get any tones or notes or any tasting notes that you can give us on the 1947 Madeira that you had. <laughs> it went down quick. It, it did go down quick. I'll probably tell you it tastes like raisins. Yeah, that's probably all you got <laughs> off of it. Yeah, that was a good uh that was a good fun uh day and that was uh, hilarious. So um yeah so we'll always give you grief about I, that. I make sure that you put wine in the proper glass now. Yes. So, so from now on, I make sure that we have them spelled out. You know, if we're drinking something like that, we'll make sure that we say, this is a sipper. You got to sip all of this. Um, yeah, that was a great time. <laughs> so we men tell us uh, a little bit about what you know about Keenan, what you've learned. Um, Phil said. So coming into this, I didn't know anything. Okay. Um, I don't recall you having any of these bottles or even talking about them. It's been before. a long time. Yeah. Yep. Um, so like you had mentioned previously, you know, they took over from a previous family, which we see quite often, German or French, it seems like typically. Um, small, I think about 180 acres is what they purchased um, on the eastern slope of, pronounce those mountains for me again. My my Camus. My Camus Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking soil-wise on this, it's going to be higher up, right? So I would think like less rock, less minerals, but I could be wrong. Okay. 
I would still think that the uh, the vines are potentially going to struggle up there with the temper temperature variations. Yep. Um, you know, steep mountain sides, so probably pretty rough for them to grow. Yeah, not a lot of water. It's all flowing downhill, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you, I think you mentioned they took over. I think they bought it in 1974. First harvest was in 77, I believe. Ah, see, see, I hit it right. Yeah. Um, and then Michael Keenan took over leadership in 98. Yep. Um, which and, really changed everything. Yep. And they made the decision to replant the vineyards. Um, I think when they first came in there, uh, they got rid of everything anyway. They did. But then they chose to replant them again with mm -hmm. a focus on quality. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, I think when I think when Robert, which was the dad, bought in 74, they, they the, the vines that were there were not producing fruits. So they had to go ahead and strip. I think they went a little bit heavy like Syrah um, when he originally did it. But it as was you Zen and Syrah. Yeah, Zen and Syrah. Yep. Um, and then, which is a little bit weird if you really think about it. You know, 74, you know, you're getting right around Judgment of Paris. You think that, hey, all right, this is going to be a big focus now on cab varietal, uh, Chardonnay varietal. But it didn't really happen until, you know, that transformation to the next generation, you know, in 98. Yep. Yeah. So um, as I understand it today, they produce basically four different types of wines, Chardonnay, Cab, uh, Cab Franc and uh, a merlot reserve yes and they have a really weird one that's like a merlot cab blend too yeah i did see that yeah um and i can't say the name of it <laughs> uh, yeah i think the Mer merlot reserve is from mailbox vineyard i have no idea yeah. what that is yeah but, so that's their vineyard yeah mailbox mm -hmm. um but yeah like you said they offer wines produced from uh i guess estate fruit Philly uh, Phil, where do you think Mailbox yeah. Vineyard's located? By a mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. You're getting it, right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Papa Wee? I, I would assume it's by a mailbox. Yeah, I, I would think so too. You're going to tell us it's not, is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I could make up something, but I would say yes. I didn't do a lot of mailbox vineyard, uh, you know. Philly Phil, do you much. have any insight on that? Maybe it was shaped like a mailbox. It could be. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe they have like a the vine with a mailbox in it. Could be. Yeah. It could be where the mailman drove off the damn road because could that road sucked so bad and they just called it mailbox because that's where he ended up. <laughs> just threw the, maybe, maybe, maybe they just threw the mail and turned back around. Yeah. I mean, it's if you you guys have got to go up that road, it's probably one of the most challenging things. I've been road. up that road. Have you been yeah. up it? Yeah. It, it's I go crazy. about halfway and throw the mail and just say, that's my mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and and that's one of the things that I touch on this again, as we men said, you know, you have these German settlers in, you know, 1800s. Can you imagine 1700 feet up off the valley floor and you're cutting these roads switchbacks with like no technology? And you're like, what are you doing? Like taking a, a horse down the hill with this? A plow? <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about taking the wine to market. Think about that. So now you're taking now you're taking the, the the either the harvest or the wine down to market. Maybe they just roll the barrels down the hill. <laughs> Does Papa Wee remember that? Or? Yeah, Papa Wee, you were there. <laughs> what, what was it like? I I didn't make it to California that early. No, oh, you weren't there that early. All right, no. yeah, you, that's right. He was born in 1947. He no, wasn't there yet. He wasn't there yet. All right. First time I was in California was 1977. So. 
Okay. Well, that's, that's right when there's a release. That was the first harvest. Were you there for the first harvest? I was not. It was a stopover on my way to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say you were going to a Grateful Dead concert or something, but no. My guess is he was in the San Francisco airport and that was it. Ah. No, ah. we stayed at the uh, Sheraton Wharf. Okay. okay. Did All you right. had you did you hear about Napa Valley at that time? Did you I know did not. So did you Most know? Didn't. Did you know what wine was back then? Like, what? Where? When did you start drinking wine? Uh, when I got to know you. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's that's awesome. Now, do you do you like to have wine every once in a while now? I enjoy wine every night. That's perfect. <laughs> there we go. I wish I could. I was previously a beer, strict, strictly a beer man. Yeah. See, we turned him. Turned we him. did. Philly Phil, what do you got? Uh, I, I I got a lot of the same history. There was a couple of things that stood out was that um, the original acreage that we talked about, they bought was 180 acres, but it was from Peter Conradi Winery. And like you talked about before, they had different style of grapes. Um but they cleared the land, right? In, yeah. In 77. And then when Michael took it over, they re-cleared the land again um, to uh, replant the vineyards to increase the grape quality. Seems like a lot of replanting, you know, going on. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, well. And money. Well, yeah, and money. Like, <laughs> well, why why replant? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, and, and I think you mentioned we met it was zen before zen and Syrah. yeah um and i think some chardonnay back then i think i was wrong i think now they do uh it's more uh cab Sauv and then sauvignon blanc is that right chardonnay oh they do chardonnay now cab franc okay and merlot okay um so i can imagine like keeping the old zen vine i mean we've all had old zen vine you know 40 60 years old um i do think there's something to be said about a lot of these clones and, and we're talking about some of these things like the clone 15 and you know the clone seven a lot of these varietals came out of that time frame mm -hmm. so i think that's where he looked forward and said there's these new things that are more uh drought tolerant they're more stress tolerant um but also they're more tolerant to any infestations disease that type of thing that could really cripple a company yeah and I think that's probably why they probably did it more than the other thing I, I learned was Cab Sauv is one of the highest priced, you know, grapes. So there was a lot of folks that were replanting with the Cab just Sauv to get it, just yeah, to get it, yeah, absolutely, just to get it in there. And then all of the um, supplies, you know, that they have in regards to, um, they they built a whole solar energy, you know. Um, ability to kind of irrigate it provides all the power you know to the vineyard i think there might be one of the one of the first yeah they i think know, they were one of the very first to get that green certified 100 yeah. percent. yep it yep. was like back in, in 2007 yeah 07 yeah um but you know they 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 replanted superior um farming methods organic compost uh specially selected rootstocks um they really paid attention to the row orientation. Um, and they also incorporated the original uh, wineries brick wall from the 19th century oh, that's cool. into the the vineyard itself, which I thought was was a pretty cool fun fact. Nice. 
Anything else? They have a Facebook Live every other Saturday. So oh boy! Oh, <laughs> you know, so we maybe we can pop on there and. Well, as long as you yeah. don't shit talk it, maybe we have a chance. Yeah, maybe I have to taste it first. I've been holding out. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into that, right? Yeah. Um, but you say that the the the, the soil it sounds like it, it's a stressful environment, you know, for the grapes. Yeah. where it is, and you said, I remember you educating me early on that you know, the um, you know, grapes like to be stressed. Yes. And well, no, no, grapes don't like to be, to be stressed. I like grapes to be stressed because they make better wine. They make better wine. Yes. There you go. Grapes like to be fat and happy, which make them make terrible wine. Yeah. Yeah. So you want them to be stressed. So this land and where they're located helps to naturally make that happen. And as we've seen, a lot of places in Napa have that. Yes. A lot of things we talk about. One of the things we talked about on the, the first episode this year when we were doing um, Diamond Creek. We're talking about tasting, and, and I think this is something good to talk about now. Um, I had some listeners reach out, and they're like, oh, we're going to go to Napa now, and um, you know, we want to do this and that. And then the Diamond Creek thing came up about tastings and, and about cost, and I started thinking about it. Well, maybe cost is getting out of hand, and it's been since 2021 since I've visited, so it has been a little bit, and I did some research, and I did look and see their tastings are $50 per, per person. And if you do buy, you do get credit back. So it's not anything crazy. Here at Keenan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's so very bad. respectful, kind of the way yeah. that I always remember wineries that, hey, it's 50 bucks. And I looked at the tasting lineup. They go through the whole thing. It's not like, here, you can try this, All this, four? this. No, no, no. There's more than that. Different. Vintages. Yeah, because, because again, this is. No, no. Well, remember, this is the cab reserve. They have a cab. Okay. You know, they've got the Merlot. They got a reserve. I mean, like, so you start thinking about it. There's a lot that you can go through gotcha. because there's there's a regular version and a reserve version. Um, at, at, just to kind of tell you guys, without trying to deflect price points and stuff on you, but like this bottle is like $130 from their wine club. Um, to kind of give you an idea of what that price point looks like. And not um, all their groups. They're grapes, gropes, gropes. <laughs> Not all everybody was groped in Keaton. No, the primarily the gropes, the gropes, the gropes, <laughs> you know, the, gropes. <laughs> the grapes were grown in Spring Mountain, but some of them were sourced right from Pope Valley. I don't know if you know where that is. Well, I think I, I think that's not 100% for the, the reserve, though. I think that's their other cab solve. Okay. I think some of that they do, um, but I do believe that most of this is coming from that big K. Uh, vineyard. Um, so I think that's pretty much everything is coming from there. Minus what I had mentioned that cab front from their, their upper bowl vineyard that they've got it from. So I think it's a little bit different with this one. Um, so uh, Papa, we, um, we're going to get you into this. So let's give you just, this is good for new listeners too, that might be joining us for the first time. So what I want you to do is kind of give your, your glass a little bit of a swirl, right? I want you to stick your nose in there, but when you stick your nose in there, I want you to open your mouth and then just go ahead and breathe in. And that gives you a good way to actually get nose and to understand a little bit of nose. And then I want you to put just a teeny bit in your mouth and then kind of swish it around. And just swish it around a little bit. This is gonna get your taste buds ready. It's gonna get those tannins good to go and you can swallow. This is getting us ready as far as to get prepared to kind of understand maybe some tasting notes. Now, 
I don't expect you to be like Philly Phil, or maybe I'm expecting you to be like Philly Phil in the beginning and be like, it's good. That's how Philly Phil rated everyone. Anything you can tell us is like, it's good. Uh, now Philly Phil is becoming a master on this. He is he's us, getting really good. He is it. getting good. So we're going to let him go last this time. But Papa Wee, you've had some red wine before. What's your thoughts on this? What do you, what do you kind of notice about this wine? Uh, it's a lot better than the wine that I buy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, so you can tell the difference in quality maybe? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. What are things that you notice with it? Anything that kind of stands out a little bit? It grabs my taste buds. It does, doesn't it? Yes. And very sharp. So he's not going to know the answer. He's not going to know the answer. Well, let's ask Philly Phil. Philly Phil. What's the sharpness? Do we know? Earth. Earthy. No, no. <laughs> can I answer? Go ahead. Tannins. It's tannins. This is super tannic. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's, um, and I guess it makes sense. It's Would a, you have got that? No, okay. no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> you need to start listening. So I, I want to explain to you how to, what a podcast is and how to get this content. We'll do that later. Um, but for those obviously who are listening, know how, what a podcast is and how it works. Um, By the way, I, I have heard the name. What it was, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, know, yeah, I get that. You don't know I, what I you think know at what the beginning when is. you asked me if I heard about Yes, I've heard of it. Right. Podcast. No, you've heard. Yeah, you yeah. just haven't listened to a podcast. No. You have no idea how to get that content. No. Um, I think we may hit this on the head. Um, it is very unique. At 17, we're six years into this thing, and it is super tannic. How do you think that affects it, Philly Phil? Do you know what that would affect it for aging wise? Uh, it could sit longer, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think this thing could sit forever. And I think it it, it it could definitely soften over time. But I think this is very high tannic. You can see the legs are all over this thing. Um, it's very much there. So, Philly Phil, I'll let you go last. But we men, um, tell us what your thoughts are. What you're getting off of this. Um. Very tannic, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you just right on your tongue, it's like bam. Oh, it's I there. Mean, yep. But the mouthfeel is still like very nice. Yep. And soft. Yep. Um, I don't know. For me, I'm I'm it's kind of I'm getting plum, I think. Yeah. On there. Absolutely. Um, slightly different than some of the other calves that we had that are really, really fruit forward. This still has fruit in it, don't get me yep. wrong, but it's not like bam, like just fruit. As soon as you taste it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my initial initial thought with that. Billy Phil, what's uh, I, nose I get, notes and everything like this? I get cherry. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Dark cherry for sure. Um, I definitely get cherry and I get a little bit of, a little bit of coffee. Coffee. Okay. All right. Coffee, espresso, maybe something like that. Yeah. I can see that. Don't say licorice. Black licorice? No, not black licorice. I actually don't get licorice. No. So that's good. Um, I do get cherry, though. Okay. Have you ever, if you guys ever had, so you said coffee. Have you ever had a clove cigarette? Do you ever remember those? I remember them. I don't think I ever. Do you ever try those? They're kind of like a cigarillo. Do you remember cloves? Do you ever remember those? I remember the name. but Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what I get. It's a, it's like a cloves um taste to it super tannic um tons of black plum tons of it um and so you get the plum too yeah oh absolutely yeah. it's got black plum screaming on this thing um 
and some dark chocolate. I get a lot of that dark chocolate, but yeah. I think some of that's tannic also. But then again, if you ate dark, dark chocolate, like think about Papa Wee, if you if you ate dark chocolate, that little bit of that weird residue that kind of sticks to you, that's what you're getting right now, right? Yeah. Kind of get it? Your tongue almost feels like sandpaper or something it's, like it's that. It's like you got chalk kind of sitting there, there's, right? There's, there's something in there. Yeah, so you got it. That's the tannins. So you got the tannins there. All right, so Papa Wee, on this show, we give ratings out of 10 bottles. What you think when you're trying this wine out of, out of 1 to 10 – with 10 being the best, one being just you accidentally got somebody's dip cup and drank out of it. What do you think this is for you? Uh, to me, I, I guess I'd give it about an eight. Okay. What do you like about it? What's your favorite part? I like the taste of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going with uh, Philly Phil. Phil with the cherry. Yeah, cherry. Yeah, I get black cherry too. Yeah. I sniffed it there a few times and I'm – to me, I'm getting some cherry. Philly Phil, yeah. what's your number on this one? I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it an eight. Eight? As well. Eight to eight and a half. We man. Um, so, it is very tannic. Uh, I personally would like to give this a few more years and and try it again. Okay. Um, I, I think I might, get, might like it a little bit better, but overall, still very good. I'm going to go with about seven. I'm going to go pot roast and this one mm. i think that would just mm. be the best thing in the world that meatiness yeah. with this little bit of tannic i can taste that pot roast right now and to <laughs> me i'm giving this an eight and a half i think wow. it would be phenomenal with it so I you're think saying it's drink it right now it. i'm saying drink it now and okay Put you a pot roast in. I like the well, pot where roast can we it. go get a pot roast? I haven't had. Pot I know. Roast. Yeah. We're gonna go get a oh pot roast God, right you... after this. Well, don't grope your grapes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever you do, don't. Hey, we appreciate everybody joining us. Please don't grope your grapes. Everybody have a good one.